Lonnie and Kay were high school sweethearts. But over time, the never-ending conflict and their loss of love threatened to tear their marriage apart. When we filled out our forms with Focus on the Family, they asked us if we believed in a miracle, if we were willing to allow a miracle to happen. And, you know, with all my heart, that's what I wanted. Lonnie and Kay attended Hope Restored, where Focus counselors help heal and restore broken relationships, giving husbands and wives godly hope for the future. I guess what I'd say is I cherish her now more than I did before, and I, and I have a way that I can communicate to her that I did not have before, and Focus on the Family has given me that ability. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Kay and Lonnie's every month. Become a friend to Focus on the Family by calling 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. So God has blessed my wife and me with six children. They are all unique, very, very different, each one of them. Of those, I would say a couple of them are line in the sand, my way or the highway, what Dr. Dobson used to call cigar-smoking kids that just kind of tell the world how it's going to be. Strong-willed kids. If you're not sure if you have a strong-willed child, you don't. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, you smiled when I made that descriptor of strong-willed kids. Um, tell us about your children. Remind those who perhaps don't know about your two, or is it three kids? Well, three kids right now. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah and that's a, that's a whole story in itself. John, we I've grown up with strong-willed people in my home. Uh, we took in several kids into our home as I was growing up. My, my parents had definitely an open home. <laughs> big hearts. <laughs> to, to, it big hearts, like. yeah, cousins and different people like that, and it's interesting as a parent to now have a daughter that has a leader type of personality. That's how I like to see oh, it. Oh, that's a much more positive yeah. way than strong we, we have a leader in our hands. And I remember recently, she's 16 now, and she was cutting a watermelon. And leaders don't love—they're not the most teachable. Uh, they have to learn things on their by own. By life. Yeah, yeah, by life and mistakes. And she had this giant knife, and she's starting to cut it towards her body. And my son and I are going, what in the world are you doing? That looks super unsafe. And she goes, what are you talking about? This is how it's supposed to be done. We said, how does that make sense? So then we explained it to her, and she goes, no, this is how I want to cut it. And we said, no, this is one where you really cannot do it that way. I mean, this is where I really <laughs> I don't have want to, to run step to the in. ER and yeah. have, you know, 15 <laughs> stitches. And teaching her driving, same yeah. thing. I want to do it my way. And sometimes, well, many times, we have to remind her of the speed limit of where it's at. And in this, we've had to put some significant boundaries and to let her know that this is about us teaching her things and her developing a teachable heart. Humility is really what's going to create success. And so um, I remember also my daughter, same one, she said early on in her life, I said, hey, it's, it's an appropriate time to ask for forgiveness. You know, say you're sorry to... Yeah to your brother because uh, you've, you, you seem to think that you are feeling sorry about this. She said, what if I don't feel sorry about what I've done? Mm -hmm. that, is, that says everything about those leader personalities where they have a lot of emotional intensity to what they're experiencing, and sometimes those emotions are in the driver's seat, and those can be intimidating yeah. to us as parents. Mm -hmm. 
Well, let's go ahead and hear from a self-proclaimed strong-willed person, Cynthia Tobias. Um, She's one of our favorite guests here at Focus on the Family. She's written so much on this topic, and she has some great advice for you as a mom or a dad with a strong-willed child. Cynthia, it is great to have you back here at Focus on the Family. Oh, it's always great to be here. Thank you so much. Now, Cynthia, you used to be, this is what I love about you, used to be both a teacher and then you were in law enforcement. I mean, right. what a combo uh, career that must have been. It, it really does common than you. you think, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, teacher, cop. I mean, kids must love that. They did, because you, you can always get them back with a good cop story. You can always get the attention back. Yeah, I, I got a lot of respect in the classroom. And you've done so much. You've written so many books, and you really do have a heart for these strong-willed kids because I you do. were one, weren't you? Yes, I, I'm, I am one. <laughs> you can you ask my husband. It? I don't outgrow it. Um, I have one because my mother prayed that would be so. And, um, <laughs> and then I've talked to so many thousands of them over the past couple decades, and it's just it's so rewarding to be able to have that, not only have that in common, but to have them share with me, yeah, this is me. Boy, I could have written this book. This is truly how I think. And uh, that's good. Let's mention that book because it is a great book for parents who are dealing with this and even parents who don't know if they are or they are not dealing with a strong-willed child. The title is, You Can't Make Me, But I Can Be Persuaded. That's right. I love that title. Uh, Tell us the attributes of a strong-willed child. Where is a parent? How do we start discerning a strong-willed child's behavior? Well, you can really probably from the womb, the mothers. <laughs> I certainly could from the beginning. Um, but about 18 months or so, uh, by 18 months, you can really see some patterns emerging. And, and I, it's not negative. And strong will in and of itself is very positive. And you want all your kids to have a certain amount of strong will. But how you guide it, how you direct it, you see strong convictions. Um, you see determination. You see um, where the not easily daunted, not easily discouraged, doesn't necessarily take no for an answer. You can tell me it's impossible to do, but all I think is you mean it's never been done yet. Now, Mm -hmm. when do those attributes start appearing? One, two, three? I think even in infancy, personally, having been a mom of twins, especially, I could see, I mean, I felt it because I had twins. I had one boy in one place and one in the other. And even before they were born, I saw it, isn't Mm. that? And that was strange, but especially in toddlerhood and it really shows up in the, they, we call them the terrible twos, but they're really kind of the turbulent twos, um, <laughs> mm. but all through their life. And I, it depends, again, how much it shows up depends on the kind of parenting style and whether or not the strong-willed child has an opportunity to exhibit those traits in a positive way, but mm. all through your life, and you never, ever outgrow it. But some of the most successful people in the world have a really good, strong dose of strong will. It's just when you're a parent and your strong-willed child is young, they have to practice on you. Because, I mean, when you think about it, who else do you want them to practice on, right? (laughs) You have these budding young attorneys and politicians and preachers and salespeople. And if we can just guide it and direct it in the right way, God has given us a great compliment to be a parent of a strong-willed child. I remember one of uh, the incidences with my strong-willed child. Uh, Jean was having a tea for the ladies, and she had put out all these chocolates on the table and several were missing by the time the tea came around and she said to Trent <laughs> I had just the, added the him, unnamed the strong unnamed strong will charge but she said to Trent uh, did you eat all these chocolates and he said no and she said well, where why are all these chocolates missing? And he said, I didn't eat all of them. I ate some of them. That's, right. <laughs> that's what a strong-willed child will say, right? Mm. That's it's right. It's the letter exactly. of the law. 
right? Because we can always find just a little way to, to go around something. My son did the same thing when they were toddlers in the back seat. I heard, I heard Mike, the strong-willed one, slap his brother Robert on the leg. And I said, Michael, don't hit your brother. He goes, I didn't hit my brother. And I said, I just heard you hit him as hard as you could. And he goes, I didn't hit him as hard as I could. I could have hit him a lot harder. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to be very, thing, very yeah. accurate. That's right, how you word it. Well, Danny, those are some pretty fun stories from Cynthia and from Jim. And, you know, at the same time, there are parents listening, and their kid is really rebelling against the system. They are not smiling. They're not laughing. It's hard. Offer some encouragement for them. Yeah, really, it's hard in the moment to really see past the fog of a strong-willed child because they truly create a fog. Sometimes it creates confusion between parents Sometimes it can turn a day that you think is going a certain direction, a whole new direction, and you're feeling foggy as a parent. And so know that there's light on the other side of that fog. And patience, this is an opportunity for you to grow in the deep character traits of you. (laughs) And uh, so really have patience with it and be consistent Mm -hmm. because it will pay off. And strong-willed children, leader children, do respect over time when a parent is consistent, they do what they say, patient with them, yet they're firm, they do want structure, and they they really bring out many insecurities in us as parents. Look for those. They're squeezing out your insecurities. Take advantage of that. Write down what what insecurity just got brought out by my Mm, child. That's a great um, idea. And so they give you the benefit of recognizing what insecurities you have and then from there, it offers you the opportunity to grow as an individual, as a parent, maybe as a, as a co-worker with others. Uh, there are many things to be learned as you're leaning in to a leader child. And just know as much as that passion is against you, when they get it right, there's a ton of leadership and potential in that. And the more you invest in that, you will enjoy what adulthood looks like. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I'm just going to tuck in one thing. This is John's amateur hour uh, (laughs) advice, and that is don't fuel the fire. In other words, don't match their emotion or give them something to fight back on. Just maintain what you just, everything you just said, plus be calm. Yes. If you don't take the bait, they don't have a fight on their hands. And so that is, uh, boy, there's some good stuff from Cynthia and from Danny. And we're going to encourage you, if you're identifying with the conversation you've heard today, then uh, get a copy of Cynthia's terrific book, You Can't Make Me, But I Can Be Persuaded. And John, we do have, uh, we just recently posted an article on parenting a strong-willed child. Okay. And so engage with that. There's some practical tools and some resources there that you can engage with as well on our parenting site. Yeah, so hit the parenting site. We'll, We'll link over to that. You can find that article and that book. If you're able to, please donate to the Ministry of Focus on the Family as we help uh, hurting parents, struggling parents around the world through these podcasts, through our website, through our radio ministry, through uh, books and print and events and online uh, resources. Uh, Join us, partner with us to make an impact for parents worldwide. Donate today and we'll send Cynthia's book, You Can't Make Me, But I Can Be Persuaded. Our number is 800-A-FAMILY, or again, all the details, if you'd like to donate or get that article, are in the show notes. Well, next time we'll hear from Tricia Goyer about letting go of complaining in your home. I wonder if you're kind of predisposed to be complaining, to see the glass half full. 
think you'll be encouraged by what Tricia has to share. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.